Good hello. Hello there and welcome to Viv, Nessa and Miles's Infinite Watchlist Top 100 Horror Films. <laughs> I am Miles. And I am Viv. Oh, hey girl. Hi. Hey. How's it going? And, uh, it's good. Thank you very much. Although I feel like we should acknowledge how sad we feel about Leslie Jordan. Oh, uh, yeah, it's heartbreaking. But I mean, by sad. the time this comes out, it it is probably going to be a while. But yes, we. But we, we haven't mentioned lost him yet. Leslie Jordan, and we're all very sad. He was a big part of our vocabulary, <laughs> should we say? He was. He was quoted on the daily by us. I told. Viv about um the time that he was on Big Brother in the UK hun and there was this very funny thing where he didn't to say an understatement he didn't get on with one of his fellow housemates and he literally was in the diary room saying I am not safe in this house <laughs> and so when we were when we had our trip to Vermont five years ago this month mm-hmm. we um I kept quoting it didn't I when we were in that cabin yeah I don't think Rachel... Hey, Rach! I'm not sure Hi, that Rachel. Rachel found it as amusing as we did. She thought we were just being a bit odd, which she's used to. <laughs> and, of course, we, we quoted Beverly Leslie also all the time. Of course. Karen Walker. I thought I smelled gin and regret. <laughs> uh, well, we uh, toast to you, Leslie. One of the greats. One of the greats, for sure. One of the yeah, greats. So that... That's been very sad. Yes. So we're back onto our list. And today we are mm-hmm. very, very up to date because we're discussing yes. the binding from 2020, which yes. is an Italian film on Netflix that I had never heard of. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those that I watched when it came out and I thought it was really um, interesting. So I threw it in there. Um, most of the films on the list are clearly older. Yeah. But I thought, um, you know, it's kind of hard to find really good horror movies these days. So when I when see a, a new one that I think is well done and clever, I yeah. it, it's very exciting. Yeah, absolutely. It's good to mix it up as well. Yes. So this is. Um, I, I will say this is the most scared I've been for quite a while. <laughs> not so much even scared, just 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 not. I didn't like. It's very. It's quite graphic, and it's a lot of screaming, and like, yeah, it bothered me quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, we need to. We need to build you up on the screaming um because Ooh. you're gonna hear a lot of screaming coming coming I mean, down we've, the had, pike. we've already had a lot of screaming but this screaming was particularly it was very visual as well it was very it wasn't mm-hmm. screaming like hammy screaming it was like blood curdling screaming it was very unpleasant right yeah right and i think also because you know once again when you have a child as the lead Mm-hmm. character that's in peril automatically it kind of makes it like the yeah. stakes feel higher <laughs> right of course so it's, yeah it's, it's different hearing an adult person scream than hearing mm-hmm. a little girl scream 
Exactly. And literally so the film think... starts with a scream and I was like, oh no, here we go again. <laughs> that first scene. Ooh. Right. It starts and we kind of don't know what happened, what's happening. It, it just no. kind of throws you in the middle of this ritual that is happening. Yeah. Or this woman is, it looks like she's possessed and she's screaming and they're carving things on her back and, and saying these prayers and making her drink this thing. And yeah. Um, and then they it's put that awesome. mirror in front of her, which I, I love that bit when they put the mirror in front of her and it breaks. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what any of it means, but we know no. it's not good. It's distressing. It's not when nice. the mirror, right. We don't know. You don't know who the good guys are, who the bad guys are, right? Because there's no. people holding her down. So you don't know if they're hurting her or if they're helping her. Yeah. Later, it all becomes clear, obviously. But mm. at the, in the moment, they don't. It's just like boom, you're in the middle yeah. of this ritual, and you don't know who's doing what to whom. Yes, exactly. So it is like, oh boy, what's happening? And, right. And, yeah. And then, and then, we, then we, we kind of, yeah, it cuts like we see her just screaming, and and then we cut to present day. Yeah, thank God, <laughs> which is a lot calmer. Right, and we see, <laughs> um, we see a couple, very handsome fella. Yes, yes. Um, called Federico. Yeah, yes, it set the film no, Francesco. up. Francesco, his name is Francesco. Why did I call him Federico? It's Francesco. His character is Francesco, isn't it? Yes, but I just said yeah. it was Federico. Oh, like, no, it's not. You, it's Francesco. You were saying the actor's name. No, the, the character is Francesco. The actor is Ricardo Scaramaccio. Oh. And um, he's in the car with his fiance. Yes, yeah, so just the general Emma. the setup of the film is that he is bringing his fiance to meet his mother. Mm-hmm. She so his new his fiance has got a daughter, Sophia. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, I, all I could think of was Sophia and the Golden Girls the whole time because I was like Southern Italy and Sophia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though she's like nine, but yes, yeah. But the name, I was like, oh, Sophia. Yes. <laughs> And they're yes. driving to meet his mother, which in normal circumstances is a stressful thing anyway, meeting mm-hmm. the mother-in-law. And you kind of sense straight away that she's not going to like the daughter. That's I sensed it already. I was like, okay, she's obviously not going right. to like each other. And they, they mentioned that the mom doesn't know they're getting married. They've never met before. No. And it's this very is, religious. She's very, very religious. Catholic yeah. Area. And so already the fact that his partner has got a daughter is going to be frowned upon, obviously, straight away. Right. right. Yeah. And um, they're going to the home that he grew up in. So it's this beautiful mm. yeah, it's sort beautiful. of country house in, in southern Italy. I was saying it reminded me of Call Me By Your Name a little bit, that same sort of beautiful house the in Italy. Is absolutely gorgeous. Um, yeah. Although... Not as gorgeous when you find out the kind of shit that goes down there, but <laughs> right, and the amount of like just loose tarantulas that happen to be around, but yeah, yeah, but it's a gorgeous. I think they were local to southern Italy, but maybe they are. <laughs> well, I know that the tarantella, the dance, is named after the tarantula, oh. so I assume that there must be tarantulas in Italy. What's the tarantella? If they name, it's a dance. 
but what kind of what do they do? It's an Italian. I don't I don't know how to do a tarantella, but oh, okay. it's um it's a it's an Italian dance. If you hear Mambo Italiano, they mention it in Mambo Italiano. Yes, I've heard that um, many a time. So they mentioned the tarantella. I can't think in the song where they say it, but yeah, I'm sure. Of yes, course. they do. I'm they mentioned yes. it a few times. Yes. Well, can you please um, now sing it for us all? <laughs> no, I'll I'll sing it later. Not 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 on the pod, but yes. Um, but I, I know that the name of the dance comes from mm-hmm. the way that the tarantula moves. That's great. So, I love that. I didn't yeah. realize that. Yes, mm-hmm. so maybe there are tarantulas there then. Yes, that's what I <laughs> that's what I assumed always because of the dance. Yeah, I think I thought they were singing about a pasta. Quite frankly, that sounds like it could be. <laughs> it could be a fabulous pasta. Anyway, we're massively diverting here. Yes. So let's go back to. Um, they arrive at this house, and already Sophia is very impressed. She's like, "Wow, look at this house! Huge, mm-hmm. and lots of area to play with." And we meet Sabrina, who is the housemaid. She's the lady. Mm-hmm. The... And straight away, there's a sort of strange moment where you see all these cuts on her arm. Yes. But she constantly keeps pulling down her sleeve, you know, yeah, to cover. Yeah, she keeps trying to cover them. So but obviously we do see them. <laughs> is an alarming sight. Right. To begin with. Yes. Yeah, and then there's sick. a lot of people of, um at the house, which Emma is like, well, why is everyone in town here? Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, the mother has prepared a dinner with the priest and the, you know, everybody <laughs> to welcome them. Yeah, so they don't get much time to settle. No. Um, so, yeah, yeah, straight away. <laughs> and there's lots of questions. So they say yes. things like, uh, but does your daughter mind traveling so much? And, you know, what about? Yes, you because Emma, Emma's a real estate. She sells um, villas. So they, she travels a lot and, and she takes Sophia with her. So the mother's already very judgy in that. <laughs> do you think that your daughter should be yeah. moved around so much? You know, so there's yeah. always like immediately there, in- there's some sort of like. Uh, yeah. Like Emma's feeling very judged <laughs> by the mother. She says it in a sort of passive aggressive way, so it's not an obvious, mm-hmm. but it's obvious what she's doing. Right. It's there's intense a very, to start. There's a very, I think, once you watch the film, a very t- important telling moment when we see Sophia and Francesco p- playing the piano together and having a f- a blast the two of them playing the piano francesco mm-hmm. is a musician he's a pianist and and uh emma's just watching them and and his mother teresa comes and says you shouldn't be jealous of them meaning mm-hmm. they seem so close and she says you shouldn't mm-hmm. be jealous of it you should you should be happy very that very she doesn't say anything but once you, when you know what's about to happen in the film and how jealousy is the cause of everything that happens in the film, yeah, it makes sense why the mother said that to her. Yeah, like right That's off the right. bat, like don't feel jealousy because yeah, your daughter is so close to him. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't go well. <laughs> it does not go well. Jealousy is not a good thing. No, it really is not. No. I should just say before we go any further, I've just remembered that at the beginning of the film, 
they have in Italian an explanation of what it means, the binding. Yes, I do. I have it all kind of summarized here. Same, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, t- please say. Well, you can... Well, so... I thought, when you first told me, mm-hmm. I thought it was referring to that horrific thing when people used to have their feet bound. Oh, to begin yeah. With. Yeah, it's that, not, that's, it's not that's that what they do to geishas, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the binding is um, sort of a, a myth, uh, folk- folkloric kind of mm-hmm. um, myth um, that... In, indicates that, that um, a witch of some sort puts casts a curse on someone and the binding is talking about the psychic binding between the person that then becomes the puppet and and the witch that creates the curse so they can control the person loses the ability to control their own body and their own thoughts and the other person is kind of pulling the strings yes yeah um, they also call it the evil eye, which I think is more common. You know, the binding is what they call it mostly in southern Italy, but in other places they call it the evil eye, which is the, a curse that comes from jealousy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, in in Spanish-speaking countries, we call it mal de ojo, which is kind of similar to evil eye, you know. It means the same, yeah. Right, when somebody wishes evil upon you because they're jealous of something you have yeah 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 so yes so that gives you a, a haunting start because it explains that so you think mm-hmm. oh gosh what is to come right. <laughs> what, what does that mean right Why we that? right yeah. so it's clear, and i'm guessing that is so it is based on an actual uh, curse, an actual myth or legend. Right, or it is a real, yeah, it is a real thing yeah. that people talk about, and and some people believe yeah. in it, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, that's because I suddenly realized we hadn't mentioned that, and that was quite significant. Yes. Yes. Good. Good thing. So she. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I suddenly remember these things <laughs> because I've written it down. Um. And then at this dinner party, they're all holding hands and saying a prayer. It's all very intense. Mm-hmm. It's quite a full-on, yes, you know. And it is a strange... It's a strange prayer because we're assuming the mother is very Catholic, right? Because it is the south of Italy. and But yet, when we see them holding hands and, and almost chant this, this prayer... Uh, right away, anyone that was brought up Catholic goes like, "Yeah, that's that's more like witchcraft than Catholic," yeah, you know, because they're sound. chanting, "The blood will protect you." The blood, yeah, like no. it's it's all about the blood protecting you and the the blood casting protection upon you. Um, which Emma gets very creeped out by, and she's like, "What is happening right now?" Yeah, this is a lot. We've just yeah. arrived, and this is a lot. Right, she's like, I haven't even unpacked. Yeah, <laughs> and we're talking about blood. Can we take a moment? Yeah, can we just? I haven't had a minute to sort of settle in yet. <laughs> right, a lot. right. Yeah. Um. Yes, and and Sophia immediately bonds with Tito the dog, which I love. His name made me very yeah. happy every time the... they called his name Tito. 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 
so she, you know, Sophia kind of feels at home right away when, when she meets the dog and <laughs> um, she's running around the fields with the dog, mm. having a good old time. My um, second show at the Gilgood Theatre, when I worked at the Gilgood Theatre, was Lend Me a Tenor. And it was all about this opera star called Tito Morelli. And the okay. first song is where is tito it was all singing about where is tito <laughs> so we used to hear that name on the daily <laughs> tito i always think of the jackson five tito it's one is of the jackson one of the five mm-hmm. yes. oh, tito. he's a jackson oh, yeah. brother one of the many brothers yes not to be mixed up with toto dorothy's dog no that's a whole different thing yes that's different Yes. Yes. Yeah. So um we see Sophia running with Tito around the fields and she finds Mm. there's all these dead trees around Mm -hmm. and she's kind of looking around and and Tito does this thing that is so terrifying in movies when the dog starts growling and barking at nothing. It's like Mm. pointing at this tree and just like like growling and, and barking and there's just a tree there mm-hmm. and um so we we already know something not very good is around yeah, because tito is, is right and then she sees like very quickly there's there's almost like a woman in white that is like by the forest and then she kind of disappears and Sophia mm-hmm. gets really scared and runs back, and that's when she runs into her mom. And her mom's like, "Where were you?" And yeah, you know. When and then comes, we are like, "Okay, she's fine." Francesca grabs her, I think, because that was one of the moments that really made me jump. Because they find. Oh her. yeah, well, she goes back to that tree a lot, and at one point, she's mm-hmm. trying to take. There's like this ribbon thing wrapped around the tree, and she's trying mm-hmm. to climb the tree to take it's this like off. And it's very tense because the dog is growling, and she's reaching for this thing that clearly somebody put there we don't know what it is but it can't be good and as she's like reaching for it then francesca grabs her and you jump out of your skin i did jump out of my bloody skin i can tell you i've literally written jumped out of skin (laughs) and then there's a bit they go from saying that the mother does not want them sharing a room which is established you'd expect that she wouldn't well they didn't worry about that because suddenly yeah. They get intimate. Let's say that. Yeah. They're they're in the room. No, we haven't seen this intimacy since Don't Look Now. <laughs> <laughs> and just talking about films we've done before, that scene where she runs out to the trees reminded me of Pan's Labyrinth. And it kind of gave me that yes. same vibe. Right. I almost felt like she could With go... the big tree. Yeah, I felt like she could suddenly mm-hmm. disappear into some underworld. Right. Yeah, it gave me very much that kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And actually, the film in general gave me a bit of a Pan's Labyrinth vibe. Maybe it's because it's the other foreign language film that we've done, but it's more than that. It's it's the kind of reality side of it as well. I think that's why I said to you why I found it extra creepy, because it doesn't feel... It's not, you know, ghosts, zombies, werewolves, vampires. It's, it's very, it feels very real. And mm-hmm. so I think that's why it's extra intense for me anyway. That's what I found. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, I can see that. So what really starts everything is that night that in the middle of the night, you hear 
uh, Sophia scream mm -hmm. and they run to her room and she's been bitten by a tarantula. Yes. Um, the mother very, uh, I don't know, logically says we need to take her to the hospital. And then the, the Teresa, who's Francesco's mother, says, no, no, you know, their, their poison is not very strong. I have something that I can put on it that will take care of it. And she puts this homemade, you know, remedy on it. Mm -hmm. um, Francesco steps on the tarantula, which was even more horrible than, I think, the bite. Um, yeah, it's a bit squishy. Yeah, it's, it's too big a spider to step on. I'm sorry. Like that, there's a certain size where you just don't step on them anymore. You you take well, you pick them up and take them outside or something. I don't step on any spiders, thank you. If I can, yeah. But then, if it had just bitten someone's neck, you might feel differently. To be fair, right? You know, I I, I get it. <laughs> I get why he did it. It's just it gives me the creeps. Yeah, so the whole thing's bloody giving me the creeps. So this is this is what starts everything, right? Um, we we eventually find out that this tarantula bite is is the curse beginning that someone we still don't know what's happening, right? But um Sophia starts acting very strangely after this bite. Yes. Um very strangely. Very strangely. Now Sabrina and Teresa know because something's, something's wrong. Something's they very dealt with it, right? And they are trying to protect mm -hmm. Sophia, but we don't know that as the audience, and neither does her mother, who just sees no, our feelings women. on Teresa change very much through the film. Because to begin yes. with, I assumed she was going to be the enemy. I assumed right that was my right. assumption is right. that she is causing all these problems, but actually. Right. In fact, and then she's when you protect. see her doing that prayer thing, just her and Sabrina with the little girl, and and you're yeah. like, what are they doing to her? And the mother, yeah. of course, is like, what are you doing to my daughter? Leave her alone. Yeah. And um, yeah. so we don't really, we don't really know if Teresa is good or bad until halfway through no, the film. No, right? no, no, you don't. Even further, yeah. I, I, it took me a long time. I just like to point out, whilst I remember that. Um, I know you're very good with Italian. I don't know Italian at all. And so I did that thing that I always do when I watch a foreign language film of when, when they say a word that I understood. I'm always so proud of myself, even though, and I've written the example at one point, he says something like impossible, impossible, or something like that. And I was like, oh my yeah. God, I know that means impossible. I'm so what that means. <laughs> Every time they say something like that, I'm like, yes, I don't need the subtitles. And I'm like, oh, okay, it was one it was one word. It was one word, but still, I love that. Or even when you can slightly sense, you can slightly sense what that word meant. You're like, yeah, that word definitely. Right. You can put it in context <laughs> and kind of figure out, oh, yeah. this is what they're talking about. Yeah. I mean, I would have struggled without the subtitles. I'm not being cocky. I'm just saying, you know. It was well, a nice. I little... would have struggled without subtitles as well because Italian is incredibly fast, and I'm at the yeah, beginner level of it. Italian. Yeah, yeah, I am learning, and I and I will say that I I I could understand. Also, Italian and, and Spanish have similar. Yeah, so that sounds. Helps. That's good. So I could understand probably maybe fifty percent mm -hmm. of what they were saying. However, mm. because Italian is, they speak so fast, 
um, my ear needs to get used to it more. Um, yeah, just yeah. to just to pick up the speed. Uh-huh. So, yeah, but um, it's good practice watching movies if you want to learn the language. Yeah, this is what I does. find: movies and music mm-hmm. are the best ways to get your ear trained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. So. Also, there's a reality that Italian is such a beautiful language that even though you're watching a scary movie, it everything they say sounds so lovely. Yeah. You know, it's so yeah. it's so pleasant to listen to. It's so pleasant until they start whispering and then the creepiness. But that's not because they're Italian, just because they're whispering. So. Right when they start whispering about the blood, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and there's a about... lot of that. There's a lot of whispering mm. in, in in rooms. You hear the yeah. the whispery sounds. There's yeah, one part where you hear creepy. baby crying, which creeps the hell out of me because there's there's yeah. no babies in there. There's no baby. Oh, it's so so it's like what is happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so. I've quoted yeah. that at one point someone says some things are beyond comprehension. <laughs> I thought that was a really good line. They're like, well, yeah. some things I just I just can't explain it to you. Sorry. <laughs> right. I don't know what you want me to do about that. Yeah. So so now Sophia starts acting very strangely. She's mm. almost like she looks like like depressed, right? Like there's yeah. there's just no life in her. No. So mom is very worried. Um, of course. We find that Teresa has given her like this little pouch with like bones and stuff to keep with her mm-hmm. for protection, right? We still don't know if it's truly for protection or if Teresa is no. part of what's going on with Sophia. Yeah, exactly. But there's definitely something very wrong with Sophia. Like there's no question about that. Well, then she starts to get all these scratches on her, all that scars. She's on her. scratching herself, yeah. Mm. So oh. yeah, so she, like, her mom is sleeping with her because she's really worried. Mm. And in the middle of the night, she wakes up to find Sophia looking at the ceiling and scratching her own mm. arms. Oh. Um, and she calls yes. her and calls her, and she doesn't respond. She can see this patch on the ceiling, can't she? That almost looks like a bit of it's like mold the mold, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and she's and the doctor. They take it to the doctor, and the doctor says, eh, "Oh my god!" So the doctor, the like, <laughs> as Sophia keeps getting worse, I'm like, "Why are they not taking this child to a doctor?" Like, mom clearly doesn't believe in any of the homemade stuff. No, put her in the car and drive her to the doctor. Yeah, and then they finally do that, and then we well, meet the doctor, and I'm like, "Well, that I get why they didn't want to go to the doctor." It didn't help. He literally says, "Terrible, eh, don't worry about it. It's just the tarantula bias. Nothing to worry about, you know." But he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it should have cleared up by now, but it hasn't. It's super, like infected and blistered and all this stuff. But you know, it'll be fine." Yeah, yeah. What? It's not fine. He's wrong about that. And and he's sitting in front of a child that literally looks like she's empty inside. Yeah. Like there's there's nothing. She's no. not non-responsive. Yeah. So I was I like, okay, so maybe the doctor was not the best idea either. I don't know why it's reminded me of this because it's a bit random, but bear with. I don't know if you know about there was a famous in the year I was born, 1987, there was a famous it wasn't quite a hurricane, but it was as close, I think, as a hurricane. It was like a a bit like a hurricane here, but it wasn't quite. Anyway, it was a very, very strong 
and the night before strong Michael wind. Fish, a strong wind. Um, Michael Fish is a famous weatherman over here, and has very famous footage of he's doing the weather. And a lady, an old lady's written in and says, I'd just like to let you know there's a hurricane a coming. They say that in the Golden Girls, hurricanes are always a coming. Mm-hmm. And Michael Fish is beyond patronizing. He looks at the camera and says, Please don't worry, dear. You needn't worry. There's nothing coming. Well, the next day, cars blown over, trees knocked out. Like it was the biggest, strongest we've ever had here. And that that clip has never been forgotten because he's like, dear, you know, calm down, dear. Right. Have a cup of tea. Don't please don't worry. Right. right. <laughs> he yeah. never lived it down. Never lived it down. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was famous over here. Like everyone's yeah. like, oh, he did a Michael Fish, you know. Mm. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of what yeah. the doctor did. Yeah, for sure. It is. It just reminded me. It's right. that kind of slightly patronizing, like, you know. Right. Stuff. Yeah. So it I think. It kind of looks like she's almost dead. Yeah. And now, you know. One of the most distressing parts of the film, which I really hated, was the bit where suddenly this string starts coming out of her mouth. Oh, yes, that is that. I, it's. Any any hair-like thing coming out of someone's mouth, oh. I can't deal with. So, yes, at one point she's pulling no. and pulling and pulling. And she's, no. like, choking on it. So, I at that point, Emma clearly goes, okay, this is this is not just a bite. There's something else. And, and that's mm. when Teresa explains to her. Actually, Francesco tells her his version of the story. <laughs> that um you know there was there was a, a young lady that worked at the house when he was a teenager they fell in love she mm. got pregnant and then she took very ill his mother tried to cure her but she lost the baby and she never forgave him right so they're thinking she's the one that's put this curse on Sophia yes later on we learn that what actually happened because Sophia disappears Mm-hmm. The the woman takes Sophia, right? And Sophia's in a cave now. Mm-hmm. And Francesco goes to find her. And now we hear the real story. The real from story. The mom, yeah. They explain says, it. Oh, that's what he told you. That's not really what happened. What happened was he didn't want her to have this baby. And he put a curse on her, not knowing how to, to use magic. Mm-hmm. And it it all went wrong. So yeah. instead of the curse that he wanted, was which was just for her to lose the baby, she did yeah. lose the baby, but then an evil spirit also possessed her. So this and is Ada. So, hmm? Ada. Ada. Yes, Ada. Mm-hmm. So now we know who it is, and we know who the person at the beginning was. It was Ada, and Teresa mm. was trying to help her. Um because they thought she was bound to someone, but then they realized yeah. there was an evil evil spirit at, at play that they couldn't fight. And so she ran away and they didn't know what happened to her. No, exactly. And when she saw Francesco with Sophia, right, what she wanted most was yeah. to have a child with him. Um, so, the, jealousy the jealousy was too was much. Me. And so she right. wanted to punish him by hurting Sophia. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. so now, um, Oof, basically, basically, the only way to figure out where Sophia is is to bind the mom to her again. Mm. And the way to do that mm. is through blood, because everything is through blood. Mm-hmm. 
So that that piece was like really intense. She she kills Francesco, and then eventually, friend, you know, they find Sophia. They bring her home, but things are not good at all because Ada shows up. Yes. And they're trying to do the ritual to bind Sophia and mom again. Because mm-hmm. they're they're saying the bond. Oh, that's what she says to her when she says, <laughs> don't be jealous of them. Remember? When she sees Francesco and Sophia playing, that's what she says. Don't be jealous of them. The bond between a mother and a child can't be broken. The bit from earlier, yes. That's yes. right. And so she says it again, right? So they're trying to bind them. Yeah, and that's, right. that's when all hell... All hell breaks loose. Breaks loose and uh, Ada comes and tries to stop them Mm -hmm. and makes the mom stab herself. But eventually the mom, the blood, like it's kind of cool the way you see Sophia's blood and her mom's Mm -hmm. blood slowly moving towards each other. And then once the bloods merge, then the mom is able to come alive again mm-hmm. and then kill Ada. Yes. And that's kind of <laughs> how it all ends in a very short um success. Very br- it's like you were doing a bit of a seminar there. I'm very impressed. Yes, <laughs> yes cuz there's a lot that happens but watch like, the movie. Yeah. We can't get into all the details. <laughs> there's too much. Wow. So so now yeah. Francesco's dead, right? So we think and we see Sophia back to normal, mom back to normal. They're still at Teresa's house. Um, and Sophia's playing the piano as she as she used to do with Francesco. And then right when we're feeling relief that, you know, everybody's back to normal, we see Sophia grab her throat like something is wrong. And then we see Francesco's eyes open in the cave. And his eyes are like, you know, white, like Ada's eyes were. Mm. And that's the end of the film. Wow. So we're assuming now Francesco has bound himself (laughs) to Sophia. Um, Viv has done like the the second half of that film in five minutes there for you. (laughs) I know. It it was just, it's, it's, I mean, trust us. It's a very good film. Highly recommend you watch it. It's uh, it's really interesting well, the way they do it, but obviously we're not gonna go into all the details because we'd be here for five. I'd recommend if you can handle it. That's what I would say. I wouldn't recommend if you feel faint of heart because I found this particularly distressing. This one, really this is interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I I find it interesting because uh, I don't think we've done a witchcraft kind of movie yet. So uh, that's another trope of horror is you got your is... werewolves, your vampires, your witches, you know. Yeah, but this I've told you is it's seeing a child in peril, it's seeing the visuals of people mm-hmm. like being cut in the neck, it's the screaming, it's all that it was very it's a lot, it's a lot to take in, and there's not much relief at any point really during the film. It's intense. It more or intense. less from start to finish. It is intense yeah. and um for all you listening, stick with us because when we get to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's gonna be real interesting. Yeah. Well, also I I told you this week what you need not to do. Remember, 
I had to give you a word, although I'm not sure. I don't think you listen, but anyway, I but, try. But it's, it's, I'm trying to buck you up because... Yeah, but the, you don't need to buck me up for something that's about 60 films away. I don't need to know. Yeah, but it's, before 60 you films, it, you're going to see a lot more... Yeah, but there's no, I keep telling you, I'm saying, it's. I said, it's the equivalent of being pushed off a cliff and then Viv says, hey, don't worry, you're going to fall off a mountain next week. I'm like, I don't need to know that. I want, I'm dealing with the film okay. I'm watching. I'm and trying that's to warn you so you can prepare yourself. I'm, pre- I'm preparing by, by getting through each one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know about Texas Chainsaw Massacre yet. I can't bear it. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to give you some, some warnings so you can prepare yourself. But I won't do it anymore. I won't tell you anymore. I'll just let you watch it. I don't believe you. (laughs) You, you Listener, listen, I'm not going... From now on, you're (laughs) going to watch the movie and I'm not going to even tell you what it's about or what to say for. That's not what I said. That's not what I'm saying at all. That's what you're saying. You don't want to know. No, I'm saying that if I'm dealing with a film at the time, I don't need to know. Oh, you might be scared now. Think how you're going to feel in 40 films. I'm like, I don't want to know about that. (laughs) But the film we're watching, like I was literally mid-watching it, texting you going, oh my God, I'm terrified. And you you said, oh, guess what? There's so much more to come. And I'm like, ah. Gosh, right, okay. Anyway, the fear factor was high this week. Eight. I'd give it an eight. It's oh, high. it was an eight. Good, good. I think for me, it's a, it's at least a five. I think yeah, it's a very there creepy. There we go. Yeah, it's a creepy, definitely creepy, um, witchy stuff. If you're saying that, that means, yeah. Yeah. And tell me, what, what have we got next? <laughs> so, our next one. It'll be an easier watch than this for sure. It's not. It's not as creepy. It's 1974's the original Black Christmas. Oh, we get to watch a Christmas so film. It's. I think it's our first uh, slasher film that we're getting to. Oh, so we're not talking cozy Christmas. I mean, there's Christmas. <laughs> okay, well, a, there's I Christmas think... music, so there's uh, that. <laughs> All right, then fine. Should we end with uh, "Hey Mambo, Mambo, it's Aliana. There you go. <laughs> hey Mambo. <laughs> All right, we'll see you yeah. next time. See you next time. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye. <laughs>